Hello, and welcome to Final Show Films. I'm John, the executive producer here, and I've got a few pre-show notes for you. First, a reminder. All of the content we produce is available on our website at finalshowfilms.com, as well as youtube.com slash sensaku, sensaku.podbean.com, twitch.tv slash sensaku, and on iTunes. We are only able to do the things we do thanks to the kind support of our Patreon donors. We give a special shout-out to our $25 tier supporters, Antitonic and Cat Waterflame. If you'd like to support us that way, be sure to check it out. Secondly, a thank you to the folks over at 411mania.com. They produce articles and content related to wrestling, MMA, movies, music, and gaming. Go check them out. We appreciate their support as well. And lastly, be sure to subscribe, comment, and rate, if possible, wherever you listen to or watch our content. It helps us know what you like, what you don't like, and helps us make more content. Feedback is always appreciated. With all that being said, sit back, relax, and enjoy. And we're live. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to uh, Storm King's Thun- Adventures League Storm King's Thunder. That's the correct way of formatting that sentence. I'm John, Game Master for the day, and with me today is Jeremy. Hello, I'm Jeremy. I am playing Kinvalar, uh, Hyle's uh, Blade Singer Wizard. And Jeff. I am Jeff. I am going to be playing Farbolt Chance, the Half Elven Rogue. And Thea. I am here. Uh, I'll be playing Milva, the Halfling Rogue. And Grebo. I'm playing Flint, uh, rather disgusting barbarian bard. And uh, before we get into the game itself, yes, we are short uh, William and Aaron this morning, but we also have, for those of you that have been following me on Twitter, the, uh, the, uh, uh, the, the lovely dice cups and uh, dice bags that the and Grimo have showed off previously have magically transported their way here via a big yellow van. Um, and we are going to be doing giveaways of this lovely handcrafted bespoke uh, leather geekery um, later in the month. So keep an eye uh, on our Twitter, uh, my Twitter specifically, at John A. Bates, for details about those giveaways uh, as they are planned and put together. <clears throat> in the meantime, when last we left our heroic adventurers, also, hello, Antitonic, uh, with a with a re-up subscription. I saw it earlier, but it disappeared from my thing. I don't remember how many months it was, but hello, Anti. Um... Anyways, uh, when last we left our adventurers, uh, they had just finished getting sat on by a giant. Well, one of them did. Uh, the rest uh, finished killing uh, grow giants and ogres that they had found trudging through, uh, trudging through the high forest, gathering food. It seems uh, they they had been uh, gathering wildlife animals and whatever else they could pick up, basically putting it in a bag and carrying it off with the intent to eat it. Um, having just finished felling these creatures, the group uh, takes a moment to breathe and recover, and that's where we pick up with. I believe Grebo has just pulled himself out from uh, underneath the giant. Yeah. Yeah, Flint kind of slithers out, pulls himself from underneath and tries to wipe himself off a bit. Just looks at his and goes, Oh no, I really smell like shite! <laughs> yeah, you're covered in... not. You're just sort of covered in butt sweat from a giant, from a hill giant. And hill giants smell already. You smell already. Hill giants smell worse than you. <laughs> So you've got like sort of the hill giant butt sweat. 
<laughs> smell. No. <laughs> Nice one. Uh, I, I'd offer to help clean you up. I'm not sure exactly how much you wanted to get cleaned up. Oh, just get into the giant sweat. <laughs> um, Preston's agitation to at least clean his hair and beard. Yeah, so with, with, <laughs> you, That's all that matters. With, so, uh, sort of holding his nose, uh, cast a spell, and you're suddenly several, uh, several, what's the correct term? Powers of ten cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> you are much cleaner and no longer smell of giant ass sweat. And just like shakes it up a little bit, goes and finds some like dusty ground and rolls round in it a bit. Still smells like thin though. Yeah, not much of an improvement. I mean, as he as he rolls around in the dirt <laughs> like a dog, trying to get it sent back. <laughs> All right. So, do you pack up your things and continue on, or do you guys want to take a rest here before you continue? Everybody needs a rest? Uh, let's see. I'm good. Pretty much okay. Yes, no, I'm in I am in fine shape at the moment. Um take a I shot? don't believe well unless you want to recover spells. Uh I am down well no one, two, three, four, five. Uh, it w- that wouldn't be the worst idea in the world, I will confess. Yeah, should we take a short rest here? Yeah, we can do that. Alright. Do a little arcane recovery. Yeah, so you guys sort of retreat back underneath the boughs of the tree you had hidden underneath uh, in order to ambush the giant party in the first place. Uh, take a breather, get a short rest. You can spend hit, you can spend hit dice to heal. Uh, you need to do, uh, and, and while we're while we're doing a little rest, Flint will be uh, just kind of humming uh, like a, an old uh, tribal tune, and you just feel that little bit extra rest. So you get an extra d six. Yep. You all get an extra whenever you take a short rest to heal. You all get an extra d six to heal, regardless. So, and uh, sit down, stand in the brick, not doing a whole lot. Pull up the alchemical jug and just go beer. <laughs> <laughs> Pour beer out of the alchemical jug. Uh, there you go. Right, so you all take a short rest and heal. Go ahead. Like I said, go ahead and roll your hit dice. And I look like I've already done that from the path. the The rolls you actually didn't most recently in. Yeah. Potentially, you may have. Did you guys level up last time? No. No? Okay, then yeah, you may have already done so. But yeah, no, I am only down one hit point at this point after yep. after those hit dice I rolled. Yeah. Um, we'll leave that there then. And you can spend your arcane recovery to recover yep. some spells. Which so. I recovered a level four and a level one. Because two spells are better than one. It's true. 
Although, Animate Objects is as good as five spells. That is true, <laughs> but as good as Animate Objects is, Greater Invisibility is also quite useful. It's true. It's true. So, you all rest? Anything talking about on your rest? Uh, Milva will probably just climb up a tree and keep an eye out. Okay. Uh, I mean, there's lots to see in the high forest, so it, mm. you, you're not bored. Nothing, cool. Nothing's coming towards you, though, so there's that. Lady just asks the other, and it says, So, what do we know about the place that we're going to next? Uh, they warned us about the centaurs. They... Have you ever dealt with a centaur before? Centaur is like a, a horsey person, right? Yes, the horsey people. Yes, more or less. Never dealt with them. Uh, anyone that wants can give me a... So you know there's going to be dryads, uh, you know there's going to be centaurs, and you've talked a little bit about the grandfather tree, but anyone that wants can give me a nature roll for either the centaurs or the dryads, or a history roll for this grandfather tree. Uh, I will... And do a history roll. I will nature those. So one separate for each. So one nature roll for each creature and a history roll for the tree. Anyone okay. wants to do what? Well. <clears throat> oh, well, I roll with advantage. That's fine. There's, there's your two rolls. For, and then 22 for the nice. grandfather tree. Well, it makes sense. It's the, the high forest. 20 for the grandfather tree. And then... By the centaurs. That was sleight of hand. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, I moved my mouth. It didn't go off the first time. What would uh, what would a natural twenty on your nature be? Twenty two. We'll take that as a twenty two then. You didn't roll a natural twenty, but it wasn't on the right skill. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so that was for cent- uh, so twenty two for centaurs. Did you also centaurs want to make one for dryads? Yeah, we'll take the sixteen as dryads then. Um, who rolled the eight? Was that uh, was that Theo or Rebo? Flint nature. nature. Uh, for what? Uh, I was just seeing whether I knew anything about the centaurs. Okay, centaurs. All right. So Flint centaurs, big horsey people. <laughs> Basically, what you said <laughs> is what you know. Um. Uh, 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 both Kinvalar and Farbolt. Centaurs are reclusive wanderers and sort of nomad. Uh, they're, they're they're nomadic in nature. Uh, they uh, they they have a tribal uh, society, um, and they typically they, they they typically avoid conflict. They're not. They are capable warriors, but they are not inherently violent. Not all the time, anyways. Um, they tend to mi- much like like herds of wild horses. They tend to migrate uh, in, in in a nomadic pattern throughout the wilderness, staying away from civilization. Uh, they keep far away from uh, na- na- national borders, from laws, and, and the company of others. They they tend to, they tend to stick to their own. Um. They 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 don't settle very often, though they do if they've been left behind. Like if a cent- if a centaur gets to the point where they can't keep up with the rest of the herd, then they'll f- they'll find a place to settle down. But they don't do so often or willingly. 
Um, though they do have an amount of trade with elves and other benevolent humanoids. They, um, like I said, they're not, they're not, they're, they're fairly, if you're, if you're thinking, if you're thinking about, um, if you're thinking about, uh, like the, the, the gradient of alignment, they tend to be in the neutral realm more than anything else. They're not really good. They're not really bad. They're not openly hostile. They really just want to be left alone. Um, as for dryads, uh, dryads are fey creatures, which both of you know, dryads are fey. They're also in the neutral realm and being fey, they are as different from one another as leaves on a tree. Um, they, uh, typically dryads are, uh, feminine forest spirits that tend to be either bound to trees or at least travel through trees. Um, they act as guardians uh, to specific areas, so it would make sense that they, if 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 these four uh, are, don't like visitors to the Greenfell tree, then they're probably guardians of the tree. Mm-hmm. Um, as for the history role for the grandfather tree, Kindlelar, uh so deep within the high forest is an oak tree of immense size. The grandfather tree; its base measures fifty feet in diameter, and the crown of the tree uh, is over three hundred fifty feet tall. It stands; that's why you could see it above the tree line. It's this right. massive tree. Um, it is uh, it um, it is a burial mound for the tree ghost tribe. Uh, of the Utgard Barbarians, which you've heard about, but you've never really encountered. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, they they typically patrol the woods around the Grandfather Tree, and you wouldn't be surprised if you uh, ran into a patrol or more of them the closer you get. Okay. Um, and that's pretty much what you know about it. You've never been there yourself. It's again, it's it's heavily guarded, both by the Trigos tribe and the Dryads that actually tend to the mounds, who only let the Trigos tribe in for burials. Okay. So yes, it um, we we the place that we're heading to is a is a, is a burial like for for. One of the Uthgark tribes. We're likely to encounter them at some point. Um, So we should be ready for that. Alright. So, have you finished your short rest? Pack up your stuff and head uh-huh. out. Give me survival checks, everyone, uh, as you're traveling through the forest. Survival. Eight. Eighteen womp, from Flint. Seven. Um, oh, sorry. Eight from Milva. That was <laughs> from last time. Yep. Okay. So, very quickly... Kinvalar, Farbolt, and Milva, you guys get down and start walking, and you realize you've all forgotten which direction the grandfather tree is. Look, <laughs> trees. More like, trees. Alright, we're looking for... Fuck. Uh, uh, Flint just says... Flint, however, 
It's over this way. Yeah. Where are you going? Yeah, Flint, you 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 remember that uh, Miracle had marked an arrow pointing in the correct direction on the tree that you were resting at, and so as everyone else gets up and just starts walking and forgets what direction they're going, and you're just, oh yeah, that way. Uh, you round everybody up and keep going. Uh, are you are the group of you intending to move quietly, or are you just you know loud band marching through the forest? Quietly. I think I, I'm quietly. Give me some stealth checks then. Yeah, quiet is probably good. I I look I, I I look forward to the group of adventurers that band marches through the high forest. Twenty three. <laughs> Natural one. <laughs> really rogue. Really. <laughs> I still got a thirteen. Come on. <laughs> I think I have a bunch of stealth checks. Oh, yeah, I did. Uh, Milba, That's good. You have a clue. Little Milba 33. Good Lord. The first natural one in the game. All right. I like how Farwell's natural one was still higher than uh, Flint's roll. Yeah. <laughs> Flint rolled a nine and got less than Farbolt on a one. Yeah. Too many skulls on his belt. I know. It's just decline, 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 decline. Um, So, the group of you are moving along. And fairly quietly, uh, Milva did... Milva seems to be able to move around without even disturbing the trees and the, like, the leaves and branches. Uh, just knowing exactly where to put uh, uh, her steps, and it, some of you looking over realize Milva's actually walking in deer tracks, like like sort of like where something has already come before. Milva's just making sure to only step in those spots because they've already been disturbed. So Milva's making no noise at all. Kinvalar, you're pretty quiet. You're still uh-huh. rustling leaves and things. You're not the ghost that Milva is, but right, you're definitely a lot quieter than Flint, who is whistling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just absentmindedly, not really loud, but just absentmindedly. Can I pick something up and throw it at him? <laughs> sure. Can yeah, you pick up a rock and. <laughs> uh, yeah, give me a give me an improvised weapon attack roll if you want. <laughs> uh, this is going to be like a dexterity roll with no with no proficiency. You can just click on the dexterity. No oh. advantage, but a 23. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty certain hits. So, yeah, um, Flint, you're just whistling along, and it's just a rock hits you in the face. <laughs> Flint lets out a little fart. <laughs> you don't take any damage, but... Um, which, and and while while this is going on, Farbolt, you're looking back like, geez, these guys, they don't know how to be quiet at all. And then your foot catches in a root, and you hit the ground. <laughs> it's like, it's I look, look tracks <laughs> uh, we're all going to die <laughs> we're going to die very horribly fortunately That's the only way to die <laughs> fortunately uh, while you guys are stopped to extricate Farbolt give me perception checks okay Seventeen. What is going on? Link got a twenty-three. 
17. My God! 23 from Milva. 17. So the rolls for perception were 17, 23, 17, 23. <laughs> One of those 23s is a natural 20. Excellent. Yes! The third of the game for you too. <laughs> so while you're pulling Farbolt loose, you do see a group of barbarians uh, patrolling uh, through the woods. There's a, it's hard to tell how many of them there are. They're sort of flitting through the trees, but they don't seem to have noticed you yet. Are they human would race out They're human. Those okay. would be the tree ghosts. They are all, like, from what you can see, they're all dressed in leathers, but with white paint on, like, sort of skull paint on their faces and decorating their arms and legs. And they move as quietly as Milva did. Um, the only reason you're seeing them is because they're moving across your path rather than towards or away from you. Um, so you see them as they move from tree to tree. Uh, there's... Uh, Flint with a natural 20, yeah, you, you, you'd get this. There seems to be uh, about 14 of them along with a shaman. You see 14 of these, you know, spear-wielding warriors and, and one of the... You, you've, you've encountered enough Utgard shamans that you know basically what they look like. Um, so, 14 of them and one of those and also... Yeah. You also see a much larger barbarian sort of leading the patrol. Um, he's And he is carrying a bow that draws your attention. Your, 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 yours in particular, Flint, but also Milva's. Um, it is a, it seems to be a golden sort of the, 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 the grip on the bow appears to be pl uh, plated in gold. Um, and the extension, the sort of the, the, the actual arc of the bow seems to be made out of some form of ivory, maybe antlers or something. Um, and it has some form of elvish writing on it, uh, that you can make out as he's passing by. Yeah, Flint sees the, the white war paint <clears throat> and his face visibly darkens. He's he's not a fan of the uh, the ghost tribe. <laughs> so yeah, Milva's gonna instantly try to hide straight away. Let me stealth check. Yeah, same thing. He's gonna like uh, kind of roll off. <laughs> All right, yeah, you whoosh, get behind a tree. Farbolt, you get your foot you get your foot loose and manage to get behind a tree. Yeah, I'll give it a... There we go! Now I'm rolling more like I roll. So, Kindlar, you go to get behind the same tree, and your foot catches in the same hole that Farbolt's foot caught. <laughs> Kindlar, you realize I, I still rolled a three, <laughs> Yes, my die roll was only one worse than, than Jeff's. <laughs> But the uh, result was six worse. Uh, Flint, are you, I'm not a rogue. are you stealthing as well? Mm -mm. Flint's not stealthing at all? Flint's just there angry looking? Right. Well, 
the the collapse of Kinvalar draws the attention of the barbarian leader, uh, who stops, turns, and yell calls out in the language that you've come to understand is Bothy, the Utgard barbarian language that none of you speak, but you've heard enough times that you recognize it. Um, and we're going to roll initiative. Oh, man. Necessarily in combat. Well, with they looking angry, I'm not sure. As I clear the board of all these bugbears and things. Where am I? Oh, there I am. Womp. Ah! Womp. 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 We're not necessarily going to show the map right now because we're having technical difficulties with the Roll20 map, but uh, you guys, at least for purposes of, uh, of initiative, will have access to your tokens. I rolled a six. Well, no, I rolled a three. The result was six. <laughs> um, I didn't have my token clicked, but I got a 12. It's okay. You never have your token clicked. <laughs> I keep forgetting about that. Uh, you should be able to modify your initiative scores. Um, okay. Just click on the number and type it in. Yep. Yeah. One. One barbarian leader. One shaman. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> right. Yes. Come on, where are the rest of you? What are they called? Tribal warriors, that's right. I have to search for these fucking... And one... Two, four, six, ten, fourteen tribal warriors. All right. So, these warriors who have sort of been passing through the uh the trees stop. And What do they do when they see you guys? Let's see. Smile and wave. <laughs> no, that's not what they do. Okay. <laughs> I know what they do now. One. Chunk. Not that, not that. Offer to escort us to the tree out of the goodness uh, of their hearts? Nope. That's not it either. 
the shaman looking around seeing a group of a group of adventurers uh, invading their lands uh, holds up her spear and chants out a call to their gods to their god in particular and this one is uh wonk uh and reaches over to touch the leader um and you now see that the leader's skin um hardens and with this sort of bark like texture um yeah as the shaman finishes their chanting and this, this so the the leader now has sort of the appearance of basically a tree kind of in human form oh wonderful Ooh. flint yep there, just to give you an idea of what sort of formation they're in. Uh, really hoping I would have gone faster. There you go. Okay! <laughs> and I think you guys were, like, hiding behind a tree or trying to. I'll try to these two are off in the distance somewhere. Trying to find more open. Where's my token? Your token is right there. Ah, okay. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, so, <clears throat> do they look hostile? Yes. Like they are definitely going to attack? Yeah, they look hostile. Okay. You you you've seen that glower before. You have that glower. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. Uh, that that tribe. Uh, what tribe did you say it was? It was like uh, tree ghost. About a tree or something, wasn't it? The tree ghost tribe. Yes. Tree ghost tribe. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> Flint will. Oh, he's gonna pile right in. Uh, okay, where can I do the most damage? Uh, yes, no, that last yeah. one. Yeah. So Flint runs this way. Okay. Um. He he's got his uh. He's got his flame sword in one hand, like gripped. But he yep. smashes his fists together uh, and lets out a like a just a proper big growl. Uh, and what happens is a, a second level thunder wave. Uh, so all of those creatures within a fifteen foot cube. So so it should be one, two, three, four of them. Like all four that are around me. Yep. They need to make um, constitution saving throws with a DC of. And now that I've got the roll 20 thing fixed, I can switch over to that booth. Wham! There we go. You've just got to get over an 11. There we go. Uh, So they need to make a DC what? Constitution save? 
Yeah, of over 11. Uh, so level one eight. So that's 3d8. So go ahead and click the spell in your character sheet. It should pop down the DC and the damage. Okay. If you if it's been inputted correctly. Okay, let me see. Constitution save. 22 on the leader. Oh, there we are. Under wave. You've clicked it. Oh, there we are. Yeah, it'll ask you what level spell you want to cast at. Oh, 15. Oh, sorry, the DC, DC 15, not DC okay. 11. What level did you cast that at? Second. Second level? Okay. Uh, six on 2d8. Uh, six on 2d8, and then two on the other d8. Uh, oh, right, okay. So it's, you, you, that, that would be six, seven, seven, eight damage total. Which isn't bad yeah. for for you fought barbarian you fought you know barbarians they're not all that like the the leader might yeah. be really tough but the, like the warriors aren't all that tough yeah. and especially considering they failed the save um oh. and the shamamamamanon um my bonus action <laughs> the shaman fails good uh so is it. Uh, half damage not pushed at succeed, so the so yeah. up six of an eight, so the leader takes four and doesn't flinch. The other two the other three get pushed back ten feet. Cool. Five, ten and take the full eight damage. Yeah. And the shaman needs to make a constitution save again. This time rolled a 20, so it maintains the, the bark skin spell. Yeah. Alright. Alright, and bonus action to do what? Uh, and just my bonus action will be, because that's the leader right next to me, right? Yep. So yeah, uh, you, you run up and sort of slam uh, your, your, yeah. your sort of foot down to cast this thunder wave, and there's an explosion of sound and energy from Flint as uh, two of the tribal warriors get knocked back, and the shaman also gets knocked back. The leader just sort of leans into it, though, as the, wave, as the thunder wave breaks across him and just looks down at you, that bow in hand, just glowering down. Yeah, I look up... <laughs> Uh, and I scream in his face, um, STAND DOWN! And uh, that would be me starting my rage, but with the terms of stand down. Yep. Alright, so you go into a rage. Yep. Farbolt! Let's see, which one's the shaman? Uh, The one that got knocked, one of the ones that got knocked back. The one that's on his ass. Over here. (laughs) Oh boy. <clears throat> uh no. First thing I'm gonna do is uh I'm going to cast mirror image. Alright, so hiding behind the tree, Farbolt goes fling and three more Farbolts appear, shifting in and out of his space. Uh, no. <laughs> and so that big block there is the tree that you guys had behind. Uh, 
Moved down a little bit, and I'm yelling, Elvish. We did not come here to fight. Okay. Uh, that's your turn. Yes. Milva. Okay, fine. Um, I am going to. Am I hidden from them? Still? Yes, you are currently hidden. Excellent. I'm going to uh, shoot <laughs> at the leader. All right. I'm behind the tree. Give me an attack roll. You have to step out from around the tree because this is a massive tree and it blocks your vision currently. Yeah, that's cool. So you have to step to a place where you have line of sight on him. So, uh, here's fine. Yeah, that works. There you go. Little hidden advantage. Shot bow. Twenty-three hits. Roll damage. And piercing plus sneak of 20. Alright. So yeah. Uh, mm. As a bonus, I'm going to climb that tree. Alright, you begin to climb the tree. Uh, I'm going to double move. So I'm going to dash as a bonus up the tree. I can uh, climb at a full speed. Yep. I've got the because you are second story work. Right. Yep. Yeah, you climb up the tree. Um, the leader looks down at you know looks down at the arrow in his shoulder. Over at Farbolt, who called out in Elvish that they didn't want to fight. <laughs> we come in peace. Reaches up, <laughs> snaps the arrow out, and in common calls out. <sighs> Intruders on the high forest coming near the grandfather tree will be dealt with accordingly. <clears throat> and he whips up that oath bow, aiming at Milva, who just shot him. Ooh. He has disadvantage because uh, Flint is in melee with him. Uh, but he's going to reckless attack, so he gets advantage, which counts it out. A 22 hits you, I'm pretty certain. Uh, just about. <laughs> you take five piercing damage as an arrow gets you in the side. And let me double check something real quick. Uh, you hear, you hear, those, any, any of you that speak Elvish uh, hears him saying in Elvish, Swift death to you who have wronged me. Um, yep, and you take so you take five piercing damage. Yep, and twelve piercing damage. So you a total of total of seventeen piercing damage. I'm going to half it. Okay. So, so that's all. In, that, that's all in one. So it's seventeen total. So cool. So eight. 
So, eight damage, and I need you to make an athletics check to keep a hold of the tree. Uh, excellent. Athletics, damn it. Oh, sorry, no, no advantage. Ten. Ten's enough. You didn't. You took eight points of damage. So you sort of grit, grit your teeth as the arrow hits your side, um, and just clench your fingers into the side of the tree. Cool. Uh, tribal warriors turns. They swarm in. I was gonna say this is gonna go great. One, two, three, four. If only we had a slightly bigger party. <laughs> Maybe with a healer amongst it. <laughs> right? It's all right. Someone with an incredibly high armor class. It's okay. Mage tank incoming. Yeah, good. <laughs> I've got healing potions. I'm good. <laughs> See, only only three of them can actually attack Flint though, because the rest of them had to dash. So, and they don't get a bonus action to dash. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I just we just clicked on the screen and saw Flint surrounded. They do, however, all have advantage because of pack tactics. So, oh yeah. Uh, so you have three uh, advantage attacks coming at you, Flint. Yay! Does a sixteen hit you? Yeah. Does a 14 uh, hit you? Yeah. Nope. Does a 12 hit you? Nope. You take four piercing damage, which is halved to two because you're raging. Yeah! <laughs> you guys keep forgetting that tribal warriors suck! Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, that's why he's running in instead of figuring out... that. That's why he's running in instead of all that figuring out where I could lightning bolt shit that I was in before. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Hey, yeah, I can't get there. Don't you worry about Flynn. If he's in the firing line, he's okay with it. <laughs> get Valar, it's your turn. All right. Yeah, only two of these guys are actual threats. <laughs> Let's see. So, mm-hmm. 5, 10, 15, 20, or uh, 20, 25... 30. Did you actually step like that? Uh, like this. Okay, good. Just want to make sure, because I'm not specifically trying to invoke attack of opportunities, no. (laughs) Got it, got it, got it. Um, Once I get there, I activate my blade song, (laughs) so my armor class is now ridiculous. Um... Yeah, my armor class is now 20. Um, And I am going to... That gives me... I have two attacks, so... Let's just work on this guy in between me and Flint. um, To start with. So... Work on... What's your minimum uh, damage? uh, Four. Okay. 20, oh, I have advantage. You uh, hit and kill him. 22, okay. And I did six He had damage. three hit points left. Okay, so that's one down. And then we will... Uh, 
Yeah, this guy off to the this guy off to the my left. Okay. Um, eleven. I'm guessing that's a miss. Uh, you roll. You attacked twice. Wouldn't the second attack be a nineteen? No, that was with advantage. Oh, okay. Um, oh, that's right. That's right. Uh, yes, an eleven misses. Okay. Eleven okay. just barely misses. You you I'm swing through, about- you swing through, getting the throat of the first guy, and you just sort of follow the pirouette around. He just ducks underneath it. All right, all right. Uh, no problem. We got this. Top of the round with Gart Shaman, uh, focusing on that bark skin, means that they have a limited amount of other spells they can do. Um. Uh, so the shaman, uh, using the spear as a staff, slams it into the ground and utters uh, arcane, uh, or actually uh, uh, dr- more druidic uh, uh, command phrases. And the growth, the, the sort of plant growth in the area of... No, he doesn't. You counterspell? I'm going to counterspell, because I don't think I'm going to be getting any opportunity attack chances. So, level three counterspell. Alright, starts to to utter a spell, and Convolar just goes, nope. (laughs) I mean, I'm pretty sure the arcane arcane words for counterspell are the elvish uh, version of fuck you. (laughs) Um... (laughs) It's just the elf- it, no, it's just an elvish going. You didn't think that was going to work, did you? <laughs> I mean, that is the elvish version of fuck you. <laughs> Flint. Unless they're, you know, a druid of Hanali Selenal, then they know how to speak every sort of our uh, profane word. Flint will, uh, he's going to take two strikes at the at the leader. Now he's growled in his face. He All wants right. to take out that leader. Uh, Give us some attacks. Um, Your attacks have advantage because he recklessly attacked previously. Cool. So I'll get advantage on them. And he says, uh, he looks at him and he says, trees are only good for two things, scratching your back and pissing against. And he just... Oh. There's Uh, more things. uh, (laughs) I feel like that's not going to help the raging. They They give you oxygen and they're also good for burning things. Uh, 24 hits. So my first attack, uh, 24. Yep. Yeah. The bark skin, the bark skin on him sort of lights up with the flame as you hit it. Uh, yeah. He's still standing. Okay. And you crit, he probably isn't standing up to this. Yeah, no, the bark skin didn't help him at all. <laughs> Oops. Flint, Flint looks at his burning corpse and just says, Looks like your bark was worse than your bite, you little fecker. Yeah, so yeah, two strikes, boom, boom. Guy goes down, burning to the ground. Yeah. As I try uh, to I, get back into the game because... My bonus action. Being weird. Uh, I turn round... And uh, I look at Quinvalar, and I uh, I point to the burning corpse, 
Uh, and I do, like, I do a little wink, like, I got one! And, uh, yes. yes, you did. Well, feels inspired. You can take a D8 inspiration that you can use for Sweet. action or <laughs> anything else. That will be valuable because of my die rolling. Uh, that makes it farble. Okay, well, uh, with that guy going down there, went my original plan, so... <laughs> <laughs> went down quick. He got to show off uh, the oath, the, the bow, though, so there's that. Show off the bow, so I am going to uh, move up and just start to try to thin the herd a little bit. Um, first attack at the guy directly between in front of me here. Yep. Uh, 19 hits. And he's dead. Sneak attack just because I want to. Okay. I mean, you could have used that on a second attack, but sure. Yeah. <laughs> you sneak attack yeah, the first guy. Whoops. Ow. <clears throat> goes to the guy down here, but uh, I'm assuming 11 will An miss. An 11 misses, yes. Farwell comes in, daggers. <laughs> Getting the first one in the throat, just slamming him to the ground, swinging at the second guy who puts gets the spear up in time to deflect the dagger off. Milva. Okay, dog. Milva's going to move in the tree a couple of steps. Uh, she's going to stealth. Alright. Alright. Give me a stealth check. Uh. Yeah, you can get to a branch. That'll give you a sense. 17. Okay. You feel stealthed. Um, I will aim at... Um, I don't know. One of them that hasn't been hit yet. The one on the corner. Uh, The one next to Kinvalar hasn't been hit yet. Yeah, go for that one. <laughs> and shoot. A natural 20 hits, yes. Excellent. And not dead, interestingly. Mm -hmm. Uh, You do get sneak attack, so dead. (laughs) There you go. So, yeah, Kinvalar, because this all happens at roughly the same time, Kinvalar, you swing past this, this, uh, this one that ducked underneath your scimitar. Flint gets your attention, gives you a wink. You feel inspired. You turn back to the one that you just missed, and a crossbow bolt just takes it out in the neck, and it hits the ground. Oh. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, their turns. One, two. There it is. Okay, so it's there. One, two, three. There. There. One, two. There. <coughs> yep. There. Nice cluster. There. There. Think <laughs> <laughs> of these guys there. like <laughs> Okay. So two of them can't attack yet. The rest all can. Flint, because you took out the leader, 
Uh, you have one, two, three, four, five, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight attacks coming at you. Okay. Uh, as soon as I reopen things, because everything fell apart a minute ago, because Roll20 loves me so much. Natural 20. <laughs> okay. Alright, well, natural 20 hits, uh, which deals uh, 15 points of damage seven. reduced to 7. Uh, does a 12 hit you? Nope. A 21 hits you, dealing 6 points of damage reduced to 3. Does an 18 hit you? Yep. Healing two points of damage reduced to one. Mm-hmm. A 20 hits you, three points of damage reduced to one. Actually, reduced to two. Sorry, rounds. No, rounds. Yeah, reduced to two. No, rounds down. Reduced to one. Um, 21 hits you again, dealing eight points of damage reduced to four. 20 hits you again, dealing five damage reduced to three. Or reduced to two. Uh, does a 16 hit you? Yeah. Five damage reduced to two. Firebolt, you've got one attack coming at you with advantage. An eight misses you. Yeah. Kinvalar, you've got one attack coming at you. Does a 19 hit you? Kinvalar's offended. Does a 19 hit you? No. Okay. Uh, so, <laughs> Flint gets peppered with spear blows, but it doesn't do much because barbarians. Um, which makes it Kinvalar's turn. Yep. Just sidestep lightning bolt. <laughs> come on, fuck him up! I mean, that'd be a... L- a, that would be such serious overkill. <laughs> B, I would take an attack of opportunity, although I'm not that concerned about that. No, let's do this the hands-on approach. I mean, um, there's no kill like overkill. <laughs> we are going to murderize the 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 one between me and Flint because somebody so politely jumped into that spot. What we really need is for Flint to just thunder wave again. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that's a twenty-five. That hits for six slashing damage. Still up. Well, fuck him, too. Um, He did only roll a three. Yeah. So, second attack at 26. That hits. For five damage. Now he's dead. All right. Like, you can, I think, you have a plus three, it's in a d6. You actually can't one-shot them with your sword, with your scimitar. And then... Just for uh, Kinvalar moves up here and goes back to back with the dwarf. All right. That way we can o- that way we can only be flanked by so many people. <laughs> All right. That makes it the shaman's turn. The shaman whose concentration on bark skin is going away now. Yep. 
<laughs> because target went away. Do, 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 do. Um, Trump doesn't have a lot of good spells. Ah. <laughs> Yep, we're gonna go with that one. Um, first, I need to know what it does. This sounds interesting. What does it do? Okay. So the shaman raises the spear in the air and slams it down again. Do you counterspell? Uh, can I identify what it is? Uh, give me a arcana check, but it is at a higher DC because this is a divine spell, not an arcane yeah, spell. Yeah, that's fair. Twenty-two? Uh, this appears to be a spirit guardian's spell. Oh, no, we are not having that. <laughs> that's gonna be a pain in the ass. That would be bad. So, level three counter. Okay. <laughs> Goes away. <laughs> As it tries to conjure some spirits to help. And Flint, your turn. Yes. Right. Uh, Flint uh, turns around to face Quimbalar. Uh Remains eye contact with him. <laughs> Bends slightly, lifts up the back of his kilt, and just lets out the worst, loudest fart you've ever heard. And he's going to cast Thunderwave again. <laughs> but I'll be angling it so that it's the... Um, the square the so square on the other side. Is it, wait, is, yeah. Isn't it centered on you? No, you can move it around. It just I'm okay with being hit by it. <laughs> I was like, I'm okay with Are you stuff. really okay with being hit by it? <laughs> okay. I've still got I've still got three of them in that um in the Thunder Wave, so that's fine. Uh, that's right. Yeah. It's a cube originating from you, but it's not necessarily centered on you. Yep. That's that's so yeah, it's a fifteen foot cube originating from you. Greatest Thunder Wave ever. So are you gonna yeah. hit So you're aiming it aiming it basically that way? Like, or aiming it yeah. that way. Yeah. So it just hits. Yeah. It hits uh, all of these guys. Yes. All right. So I need const- constitution saving throws from Farbolt and one, two, three, four, five, six tribal warriors. For eight damage. Yep. Natural 20. You take four damage. I take nothing. Evasion. evasion, evasion only matters on awesome. dexterity saves. Yep. Oh, God damn it. Evasion does uh, not work on constitution, constitution saves. I thought it was, no. Only dexterity saves. Uh, I'm still okay with it. <laughs> this is a thing that I know well. <laughs> uh, DC fifteen fail success. Fail, success, fail, fail. 
Though two of them take four damage. Best part ever. <laughs> the others take eight damage and are blown back ten feet. <laughs> blown away by a bad fire. Blown back or <laughs> run away. Well, uh, this one gets blown back into Kinvil, into Farbolt. Farbolt, I need you to make an, an acrobatics check. Uh, you managed to nimbly step out of the way as this one goes back and hits the other one. Yay! Who does not step out of the way. <laughs> and thus gets knocked back by it. There are now two prone tribal warriors over here. Mm. Um, oh god, I did not think it would be that bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that one's actually dead. <laughs> She's only had eight hit points. Yay. Oh. Uh, so there's, there's a dead try. This one died from the fart. <laughs> That's like the worst death for a barbarian. <laughs> oh, wait, no, it didn't only have eight hit points. It, I, I set it to eight rather than subtracting eight. That's what I did. Not dead, but knocked prone. <laughs> Boom. Okay, so they've been sort of scattered. Uh, that makes it Kinvala. Uh, sorry, that makes it Farbolt's turn. Unless Flint, you had any other bonus actions you wanted to do? Nope. 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 All right. The fart heard around the world. Well, first, since this guy is prone. Just gonna reach down and stab him. What's your minimum damage? Um, with the dagger, it is three, eight, um, uh, seven. Okay, make the attack. You hit and kill him. <laughs> and then. Uh, bonus action uh, to take a spin around and take an offhand swipe at this guy down in the corner. Up in the corner or down in the corner? Down. Okay. Down. Make the attack. You hit and kill him too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you just sort of drop down, get one with the dagger, spin around, get the other with the dagger. Uh, actually, that's your offhand. It might not. Yeah. No, it, yeah, no, it still kills him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, and I'm uh, I am going to go back up to go uh, back up next to the dwarf as well. You want to get closer to that? Yeah. <laughs> That's a bull. It's a bull <laughs> strategy, Cotton. Let's see how that works out for him. Milva. Uh, Milva's going to move a little bit in the tree again. Maybe step back down a bit to try and hide. Hide at 18. Uh, okay, you feel hidden. And You I feel hidden. Also oh, hidden. What do you? Who are you shooting at? Uh, the shaman. Okay. You are not hidden from the shaman. 
I am not. Done. Nope. You get a normal attack, not, a, well, not with advantage. Bye. Okay, nope. 17. Uh, that will hit. Excellent. And that's 8 piercing damage. The shaman's the only one that can see you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Uh, that makes it Tribal Warrior's turn. They get up and run back into the fray. Yeah, no, the, the farting one definitely has to die now. <laughs> Having, you know, killed their leader and then farted on all of them. <laughs> <laughs> They should be running away right now. <laughs> uh, so we have one, That's two, three, four, five. More where that came from. Uh, so we've got one, two, th- one, two, three. So we've got actually three attacks on all three of you because they are and they are dispersed evenly enough. <coughs> cool. So Kidwell are first. All right. Does a twenty hit you? A twenty will, and I do not. I do not have my reaction back yet. So yes, a twenty will hit me. Oh, does a fourteen hit you? No. Only one of them hits you, dealing four damage. Okay. Farbolt. Does a twenty-two hit you? Um. Yes. But hold on. Rolling for mirror image, and it hits one of the mirror images. Okay. Does a nineteen hit you? And rolling again. <laughs> uh, that one's going to hit me. You take five points of damage. Does a 15 hit you? No. Okay, you you get hit once and take five points of damage and one of your mirror images goes <laughs> Flint! Yes. Does um, a 19 hit you? Yes. You take two points of damage, reduced to one. Does a 17 hit you? Yes. You take three points of damage, reduced to one. And I'm pretty certain yes. a ten misses you. Yes. yes. Flint, Flint rage laughs. You should have pink, pink, pink. They're doing about as much damage as a tattoo gun does right now. Yeah. All right. Kinvalar. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, look. there, there There's plenty of people surrounding me. Let's kill them, shall we? Or try to. Thunderwave. Um, <laughs> I do not have Thunderwave. Um, <clears throat> I'm checking to see if there's anything useful that I do have. Besides hacky hacky. I mean, I have spells, but... <laughs> You've been I, mostly using them to kind of um, die. You've all taken decent. Yeah, time. no, fuck it. Let's let, 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 let's just let's just scimitar them to death. Um, let's work on this guy that's that's directly above me. Yeah, I don't know. To the north, we'll say. And I miss. You do. You miss. So I attack him again. You hit. And I hit. And I do seven slashing. You slice into him. Don't you have green flame blade? 
I do, but you only get but that you only get one attack with that. Yeah, but it hits two people. Yes, but imagine if I green flame bladed on my first attack. That's fair. That's fair. Uthgard Shaman's turn. They go to cast a spell. Do you counter it? Uh, I'm going to Arcana. Okay. See if I can identify. 25. Yes, you can identify Cordon of Arrows. Is that the thing that I use that I use with Quinn, where I where I shot? Uh, uh, no, uh, no, that character. was that was that was Arrow Barrage. Okay, what's Cordon of Arrows again? Uh, Cordon of Arrows. You plant four non-magical pieces of ammunition into the ground, and basically, if whenever something comes within thirty feet of it, it attacks them. I mean, we're already within thirty feet. Yeah, so. that's the that's the. That's why it's that's the plan. Um, uh, Not gonna let this one go. You let this one go. I'm gonna let this one go. Yeah. All right. I only have one third level spell left, and yeah, it 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 reaches out and sort of plants uh, four uh, arrows into the ground and enchants them. Flint, it's your turn. Make a dexterity save. Make four dexterity saves. It's <laughs> <laughs> all good. You're as so good as four pieces of, as four arrows shoot up from the air and uh, seeking, you know, uh, homing missile in on you. <laughs> oh, so that's uh, 19, 21, 13, 21. Why do you have advantage? Uh, it's my, what's it again? Get advantage on deck saves. Do you? You get um, advantage on strength yeah. checks? It's a I think it's thing. Barbarian Danger Sense. Doesn't that give yeah. you advantage on... Against traps. Yeah, so... Oh, yeah. Like, if I go near it... This is technically, probably it, technically... It's not a trap, not. it's a spell. Okay. Let me look at the Danger Sense real quick. Uh, but I don't think you actually have advantage on this. Do, 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 do. Uh, you have advantage on the dexterity saving throw against effects you can see, such as traps and spells. Against effects you can see, such as traps and spells. Spells. Uh, give me your short, though. Give me a perception check real quick. Let's see if you can actually see the arrows before they <laughs> launch. Because you are surrounded by enemies. 20 on perception? 20. Yeah, okay. I'll say you can see them before they hit you. Oh, yeah, so 19, 21, Danger 30. Sense is a lot better than... No, Danger Sense is badass. It's a lot better oh, than yeah. it used to be. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, one of them hits you. <laughs> That's you why I was like, yeah, let that spell go. Four it's points fine. of damage reduced to four. two. Yay! Is magical damage reduced? Yeah. Alright. So that... that <clears throat> Poor Shaman can't do shit. <laughs> I think this, like, flexes his chest at the arrows. Uh, uh, so yeah, it's your turn, Flint. Uh... I will 
I'm going to swing uh, my flame fung sword at uh, the one diagonally to my left. Okay. No, uh, down, sorry. Down to my left. Down and left. Yeah. Uh, swing that sword. It's normal, yeah. Um, and I, I'm going to do it uh, recklessly, so advantage. Okay. Yeah. 24. 24 hits. 22. Which one were you aiming at? Which one were you aiming at? Uh, diagonally down to the left. It's dead. Awesome. And then my next attack will be the one uh, directly to my left. Okay. Same again. Same again. You hit. It's dead. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think your minimum damage, I think, will kill the two. <laughs> Yeah, your minimum damage will kill a lot of things. Because <laughs> your minimum damage is uh, six slashing and two fires. So your minimum damage is eight. Yeah, your minimum damage won't kill a fully healthy one, but the ones that aren't fully healthy will kill all of them. Um, as a, I don't know, like a kind of reaction, uh, Flint just points out at the shaman. And just says, for every second you don't stand down, another one of these men dies. Alright. Firebolt's turn. Okay. Um, Technically you'd have to kill six of them in a round for that to be true, by the way. (laughs) You've only really been killing two of them, so. Uh, Now, first attack will be on this guy over here to my right. Just kind of swing around and try to stab him. All right. 27. Uh, So, nine points of damage. To which one? To the guy directly to my right. Okay. He takes nine points of damage. He's still standing. He's still standing. Oh, man. Why don't you go down and... Swipe at him again with my offhand, and that will be a critical failure. <laughs> Natural one. So yeah, you swing, you swing and stab, and swing again, and this time it, he just so with the with the with the arm that stabbed in the barbarian reaches up and grabs your hand and keeps the dagger in his chest. Which throws you off so bad that when you swing with the other one, you just go wide. And you are currently grappled. (laughs) Alright. Milva. Okay. Uh, I will move a little bit again, making sure I'm only using half my speed. So that way I'll get advantage on myself. Okay. Um, 30. Okay. You are hidden. And I will attack the shaman again. Okay. You have advantage this time. Excellent. 28 to hit. Hmm. 28 will hit, yes. That's 11 piercing plus my sneak. 17. 28 altogether. And she's dead. 
Sweet. I did not say that the next man to die wouldn't be you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, tribal warriors making attacks. So at this point, we're gonna we're gonna shortcut this because there's no way they can do significant damage to any of you, even if they crit on every attack. Um, the group of you very quickly mop up the rest of the tribal warriors. Uh, Are we keep any of them alive for anything? Yeah, unless you want, to, they're not going to surrender. So unless you want to knock any of them out, Anybody which is up to you guys. Uh, interrogating a barbarian who probably won't tell us anything. Plus, they're a barbarian. Not particularly. And? No, no. Mm, yeah. There's not so much on the investigation, but no, this is it's not viable. No. So Ken Villar, in a very flourish, uh, in a very flashy flourish of blades, just spins around, getting scimitar neck, neck, neck. Uh, Farbolt, you pull that dagger back out, slice that one's throat, fling another one in the second one, and Flint, you just smash that last one with your with your flame tongue. Ridding the world of a few more yeah. God barbarians. Mm. Can we can we take a little time to loot them? You can. Yep. See what all the barbarians had spears. Um, okay. The leader had a great axe and a unique bow that seemed to be magical in nature. I'll arcana that since I don't have identify. Sure. Twenty-six. Uh, so the bow has elvish markings on it, um, which see, which obviously to you means that it's elven makes you sort of thinking about right. what kind of a bow this might be, and you recall you recall hearing the wording, you recall hearing what the leader said before he fired at um, Milva. And you reckon this is an oath bow? Um, an oath bow, you 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 know from your arcane study, um, is an elven bow that is designed. Uh, basically, it's it's designed to hunt. It's designed for hunters. Rangers typically have them, or, or a, a a ranger would typically have one. I should say. Um, when you knock an arrow to this bow, it whispers to you, swift death to my enemies. And when you use it, you can say the command phrase, swift death to you who have wronged me in Elvish. Um, the target of that attack then becomes your sworn enemy until it dies, or or until dawn seven days later. Okay. Uh, you only have one sworn enemy at a time, and when it dies, you can choose another one at the next after the next dawn. Um... When you make a ranged attack roll with this weapon against your sworn enemy, you have advantage on the roll, and the target gains no benefit from cover, other than total cover. No disadvantage due to long you suffer no disadvantage due to long range, and if the attack hits, the enemy takes an extra three D six piercing damage. Nice. While your sworn enemy lives, you have disadvantage on attacks with all other weapons. Got it. Yeah, I will pass that along because I am not a bow user. I will pass that information along. Quite a, quite a, quite a find. Uh, I'm vaguely curious on how how Anuthkarti got their hands on it, but 
this being the high force, it's not that surprising, I suppose. It's easy enough it's to come across an Elvish one. Uh, he's taking a little he's taking a little blade out and he goes round to every single one of the corpses and he just he carves in a little bare face symbol on each one of their foreheads. Hmm. I'm just picturing him carving this little smiley bare face <laughs> emoji onto his armor. Like, like on a honey jar? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you do that? <laughs> it's a Winnie the Pooh! Yeah. <laughs> Easily enough. Easily enough accomplished. Alright, so. Uh, yeah, each of them had a spear, so that's uh, 15 spears, if any of you want them. Um, and then the leader also had a great axe in addition to the bow. I'd like to take a look at the great axe. It's just a great axe. Okay, yeah. I might, I might add it to my arsenal for now. <laughs> clank, clank, clank. No wonder you suck at stealth. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so. You continue Can we on? tell which way they were coming from? They were sort of patrolling in a circle, it seems. Should we carry on? Yes, I believe. Good All right. plan. Alright, you guys continue on. Um, eventually finding yourselves outside of a grove in which there is a massive tree. Uh, who's holding on to the oath bow, by the way? Just out of curiosity. I'll hold on to it for now if nobody's... Mm. Well, don't it really is, use them. While they're not here, it is likely an item Miracle would want to use, but this I is true. I, I'm not gonna make that decision for them, but um So, eventually you see a grove. Um you sort of come out into what appears to be a clearing of this massive tree uh that can only be the grandfather tree based on its size. Um surrounding it uh, there are two rings of raised earth, and four much more normal-sized trees are sort of standing around it. Um, in the distance, you can see uh, several centaurs l- sort of laying about beneath the tree. Um, and even from here, you can smell this carnal, this just sort of charnel stench. Um like like as it like a rotting body basically from the tree as you get closer uh once you get sort of within about 50 feet of the tree uh four dryads sort of meld out of the woods and appear before you and in elvish uh call out to the group halt this is a sacred place no n- no none who are uh, none save the tree ghost to bury their dead are allowed near. I don't understand it. Milva doesn't understand Elvish, so she's like... Yeah. 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 Um, um, okay. Yes, hello. You um, yeah. I, uh, I've got this. <laughs> Says the elf with the charisma of, like, ten... Why is it not much better? I've got this. Uh, yes, hello. Um, 
We are uh, greetings. We are we. I'm. Uh, my name is Kinvar. Uh, these are these are, are are my associates, and we're here actually to hopefully do the the Greek grandfather tree uh, um, some good. Uh, it is our understanding that the tree is in a rather state of distress at the moment, and we believe we might have an idea on how to resolve that situation. Give me a persuasion check. <laughs> Remember, you've got Why are they shooting that? You, you do still have inspiration. Inspiration, yes. Seventina, what the hell? Do it now because I will forget otherwise. Yeah. Twenty-one. Right. The dryads sort of look amongst each other, look back at the tree. We do not know of whatever this is that you seek, however, so long as you bring no harm to the tree or to its guests, you may come you may pass. But be about your business and then leave. Of course, that is our uh, doing harm to the tree is the last thing we would want to do. Uh, we will be a, we will be as quick as possible. Thank you. All right. Oh. Looks back. All right, we're good. <sighs> Just don't don't do anything bad to the tree. Sure. Anything oh, at all. <laughs> This is the second time. Right. <laughs> that statement has been said. <laughs> that worked out so well for us last time. I mean... All right. Okay. Uh, look at Anything obvious? Look, looking around. Yeah, trying to look... Well, so you approach the tree? Yep. So the first thing you notice when you approach three is the smell of the centaurs and the look of the centaurs. You look at these, there's a set of seven centaurs hanging around the tree who, uh, they, I mean, they exude the smell of dead meat. Um, and they look to be starving. They look basically miserable and they really just sort of ease away from you as you approach, clearly wanting to be left alone. Um, yeah, we, we know that they're cursed, right? Yeah, you were told by a mm -hmm. uh, dragon. Um, as you get closer to the tree, you can see uh, that there are many sort of small compartments, like holes and caves and, and burrows, amongst the tree's massive root system as you get closer to it. Remind, remembering that this tree is 50 foot... Uh, is it's basically a hundred feet wide, fifty foot radius from the center. So, um, massive. It's a massive tree, and so underneath the roots, you can see there are bits of caves and things. I want to give me investigation checks. I'm Kinvlar, Can you like detect magic or anything around here, or uh, conceivably? Let's see what we find. Fireballs go on. So eighteen. <laughs> An eighteen. That's so yeah, uh, Kindlar, you find the the you find a passage. Sort of, a, it's a bit of a tight squeeze, but you can. There is a series of chambers further in, 
underneath the root system that you can get into that you, any of you traveling with you can get in. Okay. Um, that sort of leads further in. Um, so you start, do you just go, start going in there? Yep. Okay. So yeah, so I'm actually going to pull out since mm-hmm. this worked, uh, I believe it worked last, or no, I don't remember if it worked last time. Were we able to use the Rod of the Vanida to try and locate a sacred artifact? No, it didn't. It didn't work okay. last time. Never mind then. You have to be more specific with it than than general. A sacred artifact. I mean... Also because... Mostly because what classifies as a sacred artifact to one person may not be a sacred artifact to another person. Like, if I had a nose ring that fell out and someone started worshipping it, to them it'd be a sacred object. To me it'd be a nose ring. That's why that doesn't work. Um, Shall we go in? So, Kinvalar, you all, they're all of you sort of see Kinvalar squeezing through uh, these uh, roots to get into the system beneath. Do all of you follow or just Kinvalar? Yeah, no. Yeah, Flynn will definitely follow. Right, yeah. So you the find your... notices to like, oh, yeah. right, where's, where's everyone going? <laughs> yeah, you all, you so you all sort of start squeezing through it. It's dark and difficult to see, but most of you have dark vision. All of you have dark vision. William's the only one that doesn't have dark vision. Um, uh, and you find yourselves in these, like, sort of underground chambers, and there's not much here. It seems like this may have been more burial area. Uh, but within, sort of burrowed into the wall, you see what looks to be a large piece of metal that definitely doesn't belong. Can we tell, after a closer inspection, can I tell what it is? Uh, it seems to be made of Electrum. Okay. Uh, it's sort of buried in the wall. It has giant runes on it. Okay. So that that will be our artifact. <laughs> yeah, that would be our our so thing. Sort of reach up and pull it out, and yeah, it's it's sort of a U-shaped torque, uh, made of electrum, etched in giant runes. But does it just come loose? Yeah, it was just sort of half buried in the mud. Excellent. Okay, that was easier than I thought about, it would be. That's about. 25 pounds. Okay. Who wants to carry that? I'll, I'll carry it. Flint's happy to carry it. You put it around your neck? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, why not? Sure. So yeah, you have a little, you have an electrum torque. Kinvalar, give me a, um... What's an inspection? I didn't, I didn't know what an... What an give me an, an, an investigation roll. Kinvalar. Okay. That'll be the inspection roll right now. Hold on just a second. Alright. Uh, Investigation. 22. So, now you, the player, will know why I made the reference that I did earlier. Uh, looking at the torque and looking at the giant runes on it, sizing up to a giant, you're pretty certain this was a nose ring. <laughs> that 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 
grieve that uh, uh, Flint is now wearing as a torque. All right. We have a nose ring. Yeah, that will you have, and uh, you're pretty certain this is definitely the giant artifact that you were looking for. Okay, I am going to just for. I know I actually don't have detect magic. Um, I think Flint might. Let me double tap. Flint did last time we played. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah he will. Could you could you check and see if perhaps there is anything else down here that may be causing this corruption? It might, it, whether whether that's our primary job or not, I would very much like to leave this the, this tree the, in better the, shape the, than we found. The it. tree isn't suffering any sort of corruption. The it's centaur. the centaurs. Yes, but still. You were actually told the centaurs got cursed exploring ancient runes in the Oh, that's right, that's right, that's right, yeah, never yeah. mind. The centaurs weren't cursed by the tree. That was, that was two or three <laughs> that weeks That was like three uh, weeks ago, yeah. No, it was, that was could, almost a month ago. still do any kind of detect magic? I mean, the, remembering that now, Gidvlar won't suggest it, but... That. Okay, yeah, yeah, we'll leave it alone then. Right. Those, those tun- tunnels go further in, then. Yeah, there are various other... The tunnels continue on in various other places. That was inquisitive, but I don't know what you guys want to do. <laughs> Does anybody want to explore? I think we're pushing our luck as it is. The, as interesting as I believe that would be, um, I would rather not get on those fake creatures' bad side. Oh, you guys are no fun! <laughs> it might be shiny, sir. So should we should we head back out the way that we came? I think it's probably best. Yeah. Yeah. Flint will like hold on to the sides of his, of the talk and be like just striding out. Alright. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you head out and you are now outside the grandfather tree once again. Okay. Where to next? That is, I think, uh, very good question. Does Kinvalar have teleportation circle yet? (laughs) Kinvalar does not have teleportation circle yet. (laughs) So, okay, so I think that our best course would probably be to make a beeline for Everland. There was something in Everland. Well, it's not in the high forest. Uh, you're not wrong. <laughs> so Any the, other artifacts that we are looking for at this point? The only other artifact, the only other location of an artifact that you have uh, is... Was there, is there one near Mirabar? One, there, there, there's two. There's one stone and Biron as well in the drawer wood, to, in, the, in the moon wood in the drawer wood to the north. Um, and then there's Morgur's Mound in the crag south of Mirabar. Which one's nearest to us? Uh, I mean, the Moonwood is nearer to you, but you can teleportation circle from Everland to Mirabar, and at that point, Morgur's Mound will be nearer to you. Okay. You have also collected um, three, four? You've also collected four artifacts, so... But well, the more, the better, right? 
theoretically. Yeah, the more theoretically, it's the the more artifacts that we can recover, the more also, questions we can the ask. The longer you, you yes, recall. but the longer you take, the closer. For instance, the fire giants get to reconstructing Vonidad, and that is a valid point. Anything else that might be happening? Do we drop off those four that we've got, and then if we need more, we can go and try and get some more. Suppose we can try to come. Yeah. Yeah, figure out what we need to ask the Oracle, and then we go... If we don't get all the answers we need... Well, you do know that... you'll get... So, so as, a, as, as a reminder, because it has been a few weeks... Um, um, I mean, it's been more than a few weeks been, since we since, since the last time you talked. Yeah. As a reminder, each artifact gets you a path that you can continue on towards stopping the various giant lords and finding... Uh, and and theoretically finding the contra teleportation that will take you to uh, the Storm King's halls, right? Um, each and you need the basically you need you only need one to go forward. You already have collected four. Mm, each one, is, each one, no. each one presents you with an additional path to follow. But in the end, you are only going to be able to follow mm. one path, theoretically. Okay. Yes, yeah. I, I suppose now is a good opportunity. Yeah, Flint, Flint and, thinks that we should push forward now. Like, and you do, and again, you do know that the Fire Titans are actively seeking to reconstruct Vondadod. Right. Um, the storm, gi- the the cloud giants have a castle roaming around, bombarding places. Um, the hill giants are being hill giants, but. Like, <laughs> yeah. There being more hill gianty. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, short term, we head to Everland just to get out of here. Well, oh, there you go. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So, with Miracle's abilities, uh, it'll take you about three days to get out of the high forest back to Everland. Uh, so. I need three D100 rolls. Uh, one of them. I'll do another. Can we each do one? Twenty. Yeah. Each of you do one. Nineteen. And forty-nine. Wow. Now we fight the dragon. Yeah. When there's four of us and not six. (laughs) No. Do we get some rest? (laughs) So, the first day you come across a battlefield where where a bunch of tree ghosts and frost giants have killed each other. Okay. The second day, you come across another battlefield where a bunch of <laughs> barbarians and frost giants have killed each other. The third day, um, you the third day as you're wandering, uh, you are stopped by a band of wood elves. Well, would have been fully rested by this point, right? Yeah, you're fully rested by this point. Excellent. Perfect. Who offer to lead you the rest of the way out of the forest. Yes. 
That is absolutely. Thank you for your assistance. We have been trying to to make our quickest way out of the out of the high force. We certainly don't want to uh, uh, step on any toes, metaphorically or otherwise, um, and or, or cause any negative impact to the force. So yes, yeah, they they lead you out of the high forest the fastest way possible, and that and also <laughs> the safest way possible. Get the fuck out of my forest! Stupid <laughs> <laughs> city elf and your friends! <laughs> and you find yourselves just south of Everland. You can actually see the city from the edge of the forest. Sweet! And so you head up there into yep. Everland, where you can rest and have various amenities available to you. Finding an inn, resting, getting drink and food, oh. and planning your next step. Oh, All right. Well, at this point, we need to get back to. We need to get back to the Oracle. Which remind me where that was. Uh, the Eye of the All Father uh, is in the Valley of Kedron, mm-hmm. uh, along the spine of the world. You have to teleport to Mirabar there. Oh yeah. Okay. So th- I guess if the question is, do you want to take the time? Because it'll take. So from Mirabar to the Eye of the All Father is about a hundred, hundred twenty-three miles. Um, it's actually 138 and then another 21. So it's about a week's journey from Mirabar to the Eye of the Allfather. The question is, do you want to take potentially a week's journey extra to go to Morker's Mound? I feel like we should know. Personally, I think that we are probably best off if we... I'm okay with just going straight to the eye of the awful. Yes. Okay. So, you teleport from Everland to Mirabar, and you travel. Uh, do you do you hire a caravan to help you head up the uh, up the valley, or do you hire a uh, you know there there are various services in Mirabar for travel. Um, you can you know. It, uh, there aren't typically people going up through the valley, but you can hire guards that'll make it safer uh, if you want to. I feel like we, the amount of time we spent fucking around the north trying to find these relics, I feel the pressure of timetables on us now. Yeah. Yeah. And we will move quicker without a full oh, retinue of guards and caravans. Yeah. So, so mechanically, yeah, you'll move quicker without without uh, a guard. You will, however, still have be random more encounters. It'll be yes, more of dangerous. course. Yeah. So that's up to you guys. Uh, I kind of agree with Ken Villar. Uh, I think speed at this point is preferable. All right. So I need seven D100 rolls. <laughs> I'll roll two. Same. <laughs> okay. So then 61 and nine. Farbolt rolls three then. Yeah, it would take you a little longer with guards, but without guards, seven D100 rolls. <laughs> <laughs> 
two, twelve, and forty-four. All right, sixty-one, nine, fifty-seven, seventy-five, two, twelve, forty-four. All right, we're here. We're actually sort of here. Yep. So, as you enter into the Valley of Kedron, with Mirabar far behind you, uh, heading towards the end of your first day out, um, you find... Uh, you hear off in the distance the heavy footfalls of giants. Happy and sort footfalls. of heavy footfalls. Oh, heavy. Heavy footfalls. And as you crest the next hill, you see three frost giants, uh, each wielding massive axes and, and with sort of dragon bone markings on their, on their outfits. You recall that the reason why you didn't have a whole lot of encounters the last time you came up here was because you had a frost giant of your own with you. Right, of um, course. This time, they seem to be marauding around looking for things to wreck and kill from their movements and mo- seeming motivations. Let's be quiet. <laughs> you think? <laughs> Give me stealth checks. Oh. Eleven. Um, I'm God gonna use damn luck. It, Farble. <laughs> I'm gonna use luck. What? You don't want to fight three frost giants when you're <laughs> down? Funny. When you're down, the person with the giant killing sword. <laughs> All right. Let's see what their perception is. All right. You manage to, while they're busy, sort of arguing amongst themselves about where, what direction to go, and and uh, splintering off what looks to have been a caravan at one point that they are now using as like carrying things. Seems like basically it seems like they they had like a like a like a large uh, a large coach that they split in half, and now two of them have like each of them have one half of it that they are using to carry things. They've, um, turned the, they've turned them into little red wagons. No, they've turned them into <laughs> cups. They've turned the, they've turned them into solo cups. <laughs> um, I feel I feel almost a, a a moral obligation to kill them at this point. Um, I mean, you should considering the you know the r- bits of bodies hanging off their armor and they they very likely took that caravan from a caravan. <laughs> Uh, but you manage to stealth by, assuming that none of you try to instigate a fight with them uh, without being noticed. No. Alright. It was like, I'm the, I'm the little, I don't want to die. And there's only three. He's looked at his own, like the skulls and stuff attached to him and doesn't see anything, you know, <laughs> <laughs> anything different apart from size. So. It's only three frost it's only, giants. It's only three frost giants. Come on. 
We can end this campaign real quick. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, day two, as you pass the Frost Giants stealthing past without instigating a fight. Um, Day two, you find nothing. There's there's nothing, nothing of interest happens on day two. Day three. So day three... (laughs) Uh oh! You hear more fight, more giant footsteps. Uh, and as you crest a hill, you see a fire giant wielding a massive rod of Vinodod. Vinodod again. Um, with uh, it it seems to have uh three smoke methods. Uh, fluttering about, uh, fluttering Ooh. around its head. Fancy. Um, and it's it's just sort of muttering to itself as it wanders, <laughs> sort of waving the rod around, trying to follow it. <clears throat> it doesn't seem to notice you yet. I'm voting for. <clears throat> Moving away from here. <laughs> this one's only one fire giant. <laughs> yes. Is there some? Is there the piece of Vonadon or whatever that Titan thing? I mean, I ha- I'm not gonna. Lie, I have a couple concerns about the fact that about the possibility of um them finding it. Finding a piece that could be bad, um, and it would not be because uh... that's kind of what I'm thinking too. If there's a piece of that thing nearby, maybe we don't want the fire giant to have it. Yeah, that's and I mean, I realize that there were a lot more of us at that time, but we did manage to. To handle, I know I don't remember if we actually killed either of them, but we did manage to handle uh, a fire giant way back when. Uh, we did when we cleared one out of the troll. That's mix. how you got the. That's how you got the, the rod that you yes. have now. Yeah, yes. and doesn't it mean that this rod could then detect us and follow us because we're carrying? That is technically them. true because it finds. It fi- I believe it's it finds adamantine. It does. It finds adamantine. And you're carrying a well, big the, long the stick rod, of it. the rod that is that it's in the bag of holding is in the bag of holding currently. So it's not going to be found. Yeah, rod. I, uh, I'm. You can theoretically try to find one though, if you want. If you pull it out and look for a rod of Vonadod, or look for a piece of Vonadod, you do know that you have to be specific with the rod, though. Like unless right. he's, unless he's going find me a rod of Vonadod, then he's not going to find yes. yours. He's looking yeah. for something else. I'm less concerned about that and more concerned about him finding a piece of the doomsday yeah. you machine. Can, you could pull out your rod and see if it's nearby. Uh, yeah. Yeah, let's try to find... Uh, find... So... 
portion of Vanadad. So yeah, remaining behind the hill where he hasn't seen you yet, you pull out the rod and cast, activate it, seeking a piece of Vanadad, and you detect nothing. Okay. You now assume potentially the grumbling that you're hearing is him being frustrated at having found nothing. <laughs> so do we want to deal with this guy now or do we want to just let him search aimlessly he could eventually find something but there's nothing within because that thing has quite a radius yeah, on it when when looking for pieces of vanadod the radius is like 10 miles or something 10 miles like that yep. yeah oh, i think starting a fight with him though might attract other ones that is also a concern yes Thoughts, you know. And you do know that it has three smoke methods around it. Yeah. Yes, and and methods are, are are nothing to take lightly. They're not. They're not. No, they are. However, if if they're under the command of the fire giant, they are very good messengers. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. If if they can come back with more, so. I'm not sure whether it's worth um, approaching. Worth approaching, right? Flint says, uh, Flint turns to the party and just quietly says, That one looks like he'd be extra sweaty. Let's leave him alone. <laughs> uh, if there's nothing of the Titan nearby, I, th- I think we can let him walk. I think we're probably good at this point. All right, give me stealth checks. Oh. Which way is he going, or is he just kind of wandering in? He's sort of wandering. He's trying to find a ping on the rod, and it isn't being successful. So? Flint is... Better than last time. (laughs) So Flint got a 13. Uh, Stealth, 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 stealth. Uh... Thirteen also. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, that says passive perception 16 right here. Sweet! Um, So. Guys, I suspect that we are about to be in a fight. (laughs) (laughs) You, the three, the, the group of you try to slip past quietly. Um... And off in the distance, you see the giant sort of turn as if it spots you. It puts away the rod, reaches down, and grabs a chunk of earth. Do you keep running, or do you keep trying to get away, or do you turn to engage? Because you can't run away. That is, a vi- that is a viable thing you can do. You can just bravely run away. <laughs> That's what Minerva holds for, because she's a coward. So... Mm. Are you going to go gung-ho on this here, Ginvalar? You know... There's no shame in running away. It's just tactical. You are currently more than 60 feet away, so this is a disadvantage as it pulls out a chunk of earth and hurls it at the group. I would say make a break for it. Everybody want to run? Sure. 
<laughs> All right. You sound kind of reluctant about that. I mean, you begin running. We're gonna go on. Uh, we're gonna go on alternating initiatives real quick because it is trying to kill you as you run away. Um, That's why there's reluctance. It's like they're probably gonna fuck us up in the meantime, anyways. Um. Somebody roll me a d4. Uh. I'll do it. One, two, three, four. Three. Farbolt. Does a 27 hit you? Oh, Jesus. Yeah, that that will hit me. So, as you guys begin to turn and run this huge chunk of rock. Yeah, with disadvantage, roll a 27 and a 30. Oh, my God. Um. Guys, I think we're fighting the giant now. You take 38 points of bludgeoning damage as this rock oh, smashes oh. into you. 38? Can, can you have it? Uh, ouch. Anyone can he dodge or anything? Um, yeah, I want to do uncanny dodge on that. Alright, so you have it down oh. to 6 to 19 points of damage. 19, but uh, I can do math. Uh <laughs> Okay. You do recall you do recall that the only reason you won the fight with the fire giant last time was because Miracle and Firen were keeping you alive. Do you turn and fight right. or continue running? I've got a I've got a really bad plan. Uh you guys run. I'm gonna try and distract him off in another direction. Yeah, I was kinda of thinking doing something similar, but Go go yeah, go. I'm casting greater invisibility on myself. All right. Okay. Kinvalar goes invisible. The rest of you continue moving, running? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Farball, are you drinking a health Wait, potion? Uh, yeah, I am going to take a health potion here. Double move and dash. Double move and dash. Double move and dash. <laughs> yeah. Milva. Remember, running a zigzag. Don't yeah. be the idiot Stark from Game of Thrones who just runs in a straight line. <laughs> All right. Uh, roll me a D3, one of you guys, since Kenvalar's no longer a target. I'll roll since I'm not going to get hit by it. Three. Oh. That's Farbolt again, isn't it? A 14 misses you, Farbolt, doesn't it? Yes. So yeah, you're you're you you're picking yourself up and running and so the snow is slipping underneath your feet as you're trying to drink a potion and boom, right next to you there's an explosion of snow and earth as a boulder slams into the ground and you skid away from it. All right, so during that round All right. Um I'm going to misty step, okay? To go sort of diagonal in a very different direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You going around? Yep. And then run far. Uh, run. Spend the rest of my action dashing in that direction. Okay. So I'm going to be very clearly away from them. Are you no longer invisible, or are you still invisible? I'm still invisible. Okay. Greater invisibility. Give me. Are you doing anything to make yourself a target currently? Not yet. Other than just being visible. The plan is once I'm a. Sorry, guys, you're going to take one more attack. But the the plan is once I'm far enough in a distant way to, well, do what I always do in Lightning Bolt. 
All right. All right. So give me another D four roll. Now that there are four more targets. Now there are four targets again. I'm a target because I'm invisible. Oh, you're still, you're, you're not invisible. You're okay. You're sorry. I, no, asked, I, I, I asked if you had turned yes, invisible. No, yet, I am. But. I am. I am not doing any. I'm still got invisible. It. Greater got invisible. It, got, it, got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. <gasps> D three then. That's a two. Two. Oh, that's Flint. Well, a natural twenty hits Flint. God <laughs> damn it! Fucking hell. Um. So Flint, you take. Oh fuck! Fifty-eight points of bludgeoning damage. Ow! As Farbolt, you see this boulder fly. Mm. You 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 like flinch away, think it's going <laughs> to hit you, and you see Flint isn't mo- Flint is sort of slipping in the snow a little bit as a boulder <laughs> just crushes him. <laughs> <laughs> All the gas got expelled at once. <laughs> It, it literally knocked the wind out of me. Yeah, I think you're still alive. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> that would have... Would that have killed anyone else? Uh, that would have knocked yeah. me unconscious. I would have definitely was... knocked me out. Yeah. Not it killed. put me to zero, I think. Yeah, <laughs> Flint's the only one that could have taken that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Good rolling. Good rolling, everybody. <laughs> Your turn. Good God! Okay, so about how far away am I at this? Point? Oh, you're uh, you you weren't trying to get any closer. You were just trying to get away, move away in a different direction. I was actually so trying to get. Yeah, I I'm trying to hit the outer distance of my hundred feet. Yeah, so so you were you were greater than sixty feet previously. So you're probably about, I you're probably about sort of diagonal. And so you're probably about like ninety feet away, roughly. That's perfect. Hopefully that is outside of the short range for him. Oh, it is. <laughs> 60 feet level, is a short range. 240 level. is his long range. Oh, yeah, no. He's still going to be attacking at disadvantage. I know. Double disadvantage, which isn't an actual thing, but double disadvantage because um, uh, invisibility. But level 5 lightning bolt, motherfucker. All right. Roll the damage. Uh, the dexterity save from him. He forty-six damage. He succeeds the dexterity oh. save. That's fine. So that twenty-three. Twenty-three damage. So that. And then for my movement, I'm running away. All right. <laughs> so. From the spot that I lightning bolted from. Got hit, which makes you a better target, so roll me a 1d2. So there's still, you're still invisible, so it's hard for him to target you. Two! That's you! Congratulations! Okay! Uh, <clears throat> on my bonus action, I am, I'm my bonus action, I'm blade slogging. <laughs> Does a 23 hit you? Uh, shield. <laughs> so this, this is twenty-five with shield. This boulder comes flying in your direction, and you're surprised at how well he can aim. <laughs> and you just shield, so it lands next to you, and snow erupts from the ground, covering you in cold. All right. You, the the other three of you see the boulder go in a different direction, though. 
right. Run! Run like the wind! So, Milva, you're already out of range. The other two are still in range because Farball had to stop to drink a potion. So, you and and Flint's going to be in range for a while. Uh, um, I'm going to cast. Uh, as yeah, a, but you, you can't. You can't. Da- you can't double dash. Is the trick? Um, no. What uh, I'm going to do is uh, I'm going to cast a silent image. All right. Of uh, just. Now, for lack of a bright and shiny knight with a sword and shield. Fire. It's, it's going to be fire, and it's going to be running at the giant. Silent image of fire. Okay. What's the running range on silent image? The and then just what's, bolt what's, it out what's of the, there. What's the range on silent image? Um, That's a good point, yeah. 60 feet. Okay. So it's only going to get 60 feet away from you before it dissipates. Which is... Fine. I mean, that'll give us, like, a, a round of running, at least. Okay. So we have another target for the round. All right, so you guys run. Kimble, are, are you just, are you just dashing? So my action, I'm going to, as just free action or act action, I assume that this per- this person probably does not... Sp- I know I don't speak giant, I assume this person probably doesn't speak Elven. So I just shout out sort of a laughing, mocking phrase in Elvish in a tone to make it very clear that I'm making fun of him. Give me a performance check at disadvantage because you're over 100 feet away. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, that's not bad for me, Ten. You call out, and you don't even hear it as the wind whips around you. Eh, that's fine. I tried. I tried. And I, then for my action, I misty step 30 feet away, (laughs) and then I dash. (laughs) So he's just following, like, footsteps in the snow at this point. Yep. (laughs) I'm just trying to keep him after me for a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so we're going to another D2. One D2. Okay. Flip a coin. One. So, uh, unfortunately, uh, there's a really shiny knight on the other side. Um, I, I, I did what I could. Romy, one D4 for the other group. Three. <laughs> God Damn it. You guys are not making it easy for me to save you. A boulder goes flying out and smashes into the ground, uh, covering Farbolt with snow, but not hitting Farbolt. <laughs> oh, God damn it. What did I ever do to you? <laughs> how, far, how far away is what, Flint? How far is the giant away from Flint? Uh... About 180 feet now. Uh, yeah, never mind. Is that nothing that can reach that far? That's fine. Run! Fly, you fools! <laughs> Fly, you fools! <laughs> All right, guys, continue. Milva, yeah, Milva, you're <laughs> Milva is a speck in the distance for the rest of you guys. <laughs> Farbolt, you catch up with Flint at this point, assuming you don't stop to drink a potion. Nope, and. Uh... 
the knight starts making lewd gestures and you know. Yep. <laughs> All right, you guys continue running. Doing very unfiring things. <laughs> I will stand there with a potion out. Like, like you're the finish line. Just <laughs> come on, yeah. come on, get up here, come on. <laughs> the drink stands at the side of a marathon. <laughs> All right, so another round away. Um, Farbolt, you can get out the next round. Flint, you're going to be you get two more rounds before you get out. Um, Kinvalar, you also have two more rounds before you're out of range. Okay. Uh, roll me another D2. Unless anybody's doing anything else on there other than running for their lives. <laughs> That's a one. All right. And we D4. That's not me. <laughs> the golden knight gets crushed beneath the boulder. <laughs> good. <laughs> well, the space where the golden... Like, you can't see the golden knight anymore because it's just an illusion. So it's it's inside the boulder right now. Making lewd gestures. <laughs> All right. That's what he's there for. Farbolt, you pass Milva. <laughs> Kevlar and Flint, you guys are still running. Doing anything else? Yep. Uh, I am running. I am going to... Um, I know I'm not... I know I'm I'm well out of range for lightning bolting this guy. Yeah, you're like 250 feet. Just right to now. attract his attention this way. You guys are tree you, you can tell... Rocks. Well, really quick. You can tell, you can tell that they're almost out of range, too. So if okay. you wanted to try to like hook back up with them, you could. Yeah, at this point, then yeah, I will misty step thirty feet in that direction. All right, towards the generally towards them, but sort of parallel, so I'm not like running across the giant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I try. I'm trying to not to get within range. Okay, one more. One more D two. Okay. Hey, look! <laughs> does a 29 hit you, Kinvalar? Oh, there is no way a 29 doesn't hit me. You take 32 bludgeoning damage. As I'm you're... good, but I'm not that good. <laughs> as you, you're like running, 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 running. Okay, we're almost out. Wham! It's like, whew, I'm safe. And suddenly Kinvalar gets taken out of frame. Oh! <laughs> you're still invisible. I'm rethinking this plan. I can actually see Kulvalar because you could see you could see footsteps in the you could see footsteps in the snow that just stopped. I can, I can see invisible things as well. Oh yeah, you do. You like get, eyes. Yeah, so you, you you do have that. The rest of you I, see footsteps suddenly stop. <laughs> I still got thirty percent, about a third of my hit points left. I'm still good. Let's go. All right. With that, you finally managed to. Kevlar picks himself up, spitting teeth out into the into the into the snow, and you all manage to get out of what you assume is the range because it it throws another boulder and it lands a few feet away from you guys. So you you're, you're pretty certain you're out of his effective range now. Cool. Keep going for a little while. <laughs> keep running. Yeah. You keep running, very quickly losing the fire giant in the back. And you are away. <laughs> right. 
healing. Yeah. That could have gone better. Flint's got like bones sticking out of his elbow right now. It's like, oh, I'm fine. (laughs) All right. Are we going to try and rest up or are we just going to throw some healing around? I mean, Kivlar's already downing a freaking superior healing potion. (laughs) But it also would not be a bad idea to rest because I just used so many spells. Yeah. yeah, let's take a rest. I think short rest will be good for everybody. Give me a survival check, everybody. Survival. Yeah. for a plus. Sixteen. There's most of my hit points back. Uh, survival. Not my best roll. Twelve. Okay. Um, with the eighteen from Farble, you guys managed to find a cave that you can duck into and and hide from the 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 both the giant and anything else that might be out there. Excellent. <laughs> and so you're stuck into a cave and oh, <clears throat> collapse down. Well, that went well. And uh, the the key to fighting a fire giant is having people who can heal you. (laughs) I mean, it definitely helps. And uh, if we're taking a little rest, yeah, we'll we'll kind of hum a little song (laughs) as he's binding his wounds. All right, so you all can spend hit dice to heal Mm -hmm. your arcane recovery. Yeah, you'll get an you'll get an extra d (laughs) six. Let's see. That was a 57. The next random encounter was a 75. Here's the dragon. That'll put... The extra D6 will put me up to full. So... (laughs) No, it has to work like that, because that's funny. Uh... And while we're in the cave, there's an avalanche. No. 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 While you are resting, after your short rest, so you do get all the benefits of a short rest, you hear heavy footsteps outside the cave. Oh! Much lighter than the giant, though. Nova would be uh, sat uh, on a lookout, hidden, because she wasn't really damaged, damaged at all, so... Okay. So yeah, you're sort of keeping an eye out. You see four ogres okay. walking towards the cave. Oh. oh, for... I go back into the cave and tell the rest of the party. Oh, for Corellan's okay. sake. Nice. Um... We've got company! <sighs> Are they heading towards the cave? Yes. They are indeed. I might just start shooting at them now. <laughs> I re- I feel like uh, I I it, feel it, like it looked what like they I'm were it, it, it looked like they were coming in to like get cover from the winter air weather more than anything else, Milva. 
They didn't look like they were lost at all. <laughs> yeah, but I, I don't think they will take kindly to a couple of elves and a halfling and a dwarf. I don't know. I, I feel I feel like what I'm about to say will deservedly earn laughter, but should we even try parlaying with them? <laughs> we, yeah. Can you? Yeah, it worked before. Uh, yes, Murphy would be proud of us. <laughs> what, what does the cave look like? Um, it's fairly shallow. It looks like it may be like a bear's den on occasion. Um, no bears in there right now, obviously, but, uh, it's, you could theoretically, they're far enough out, you could sneak out of the cave before they got here. Let's try that. You could just, like, if they come in the cave, somebody, not Flynn, uh, could turn around to them and say, you come in peace, or go back out and face the elements, uh, and let them know that they can have shelter here, but only if they're peaceful, and if they decide not to be peaceful, then we attack them. Well, but we are all rested, right? We're ready to go. You did get a short rest. So we we might as well sneak out, or... I, I would sneak out. Milva would sneak out. But what, what everybody else wants to do. I'm really not feeling like fighting ogres today. Uh, yeah. <laughs> With the way our luck has been going, I, I would like to avoid this. Uh, try to sneak out if you want to... You do have luck back, by the way, if you want to use it for any of these stealth checks. Because you haven't used it this day. This day, yeah. Yeah. Flint, let's play a game. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Because you can make a distraction to at least turn their heads in the opposite direction. I can out-sneak you. Yeah? I can fucking out-sneak anyone. Come on, then. Let's try this. He takes his skull earrings off. (laughs) (laughs) Give Um, us some stealth checks. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, In fact... I like how... Flint Flint winks at Milva, uh, takes his skull earrings off, throws them to the ground, and then turns invisible. (laughs) Cool. So stealth check with advantage. Uh, as as D and D quickly becomes the long night for our gamers <laughs> out there, <laughs> so that's, or the long that's, dark. Sorry, the long dark is the game oh, that's, that's surviving. Oh. The long dark, a game about surviving by yourself in the Canadian wilderness. Yeah, I've played that. <laughs> There's one at the moment that's kind of like that. that I'm playing called Forest. It's quite good. Was the eight eight Flint? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course invisible. it was. So He's Flint. Oh well, no! So Flint walks, you know, stomps out of the cave, and then trips and hits the ground. And while he is invisible, as he starts to roll, the snowball around him is not invisible. <laughs> <laughs> He's just muttering to, like he's literally singing to himself, like. <laughs> I'm invisible. No one can see me. Unless, unless Farbot would like to use his luck to reroll Flint's. Can stuff. I? Can I get Flint to? Re- can I use? Sure, I will use a luck to to help. Uh, <laughs> help roll, Flint. Roll one more stealth check and take the best of the three. Oh. 
Take that Even nine. Better. Continue <laughs> on as a snowball. <laughs> My <laughs> God. <laughs> the group of you get out of the cave, and there's just a snowball rolling down the hill. And the ogres look over at it and continue into the cave. Oh, yes. they, they, they ignore it? They ignore it. It's a snowball. It's a snowball. I don't care. I, I will run after the snowball. <laughs> so that it stops. It eventually stops. Flint, you bust out of it. You got out completely unseen, Flint. I, I make a little snowman out of it. Okay. Take some branches in. So as he stops, you just throw some sticks in it and some little stones for a face. <laughs> Ta-da! And then Flint busts out of it. And, and sort of... So. And, and Flint will break out of it. Yep. Oh. The next couple of days, fortunately for your rolls, continue on unhindered. Excellent. And you eventually make your way back up the mountain to the Eye of the Allfather, where, waiting for you, remains the giant whose name I have forgotten. Harshnag? Harshnag, that's it. Thank you. Harshnag. Harshnag, waiting outside the doors, keeping a watch. (laughs) Well, I see you've returned. Yes, hello. We have been quite successful today. We have managed to acquire several of your artifacts. Not your, your people. (laughs) The giant. You know, you people. No. Um, (laughs) Right. Okay, so we've got these artifacts. Now, what do we do with them? I believe we go back you to speak with the oracle. Come, I will lead you. Thank and Harshnag guides you back into the temple, taking the axe from the frost giant pro- uh, progenitor, tapping it to the frost rune. Which, remember, you guys have those still, by the way. <laughs> the one of, I think Farbolt has it. The Eldrune uh, still? Yeah, I do. Yeah. It has, it does things. It does um, things, but it does things that wouldn't be all too helpful right no, now. Not right now, but <laughs> just remember that you have it. Um, <clears throat> and yeah, you return to the Oracle, the Eye of Anam. This is the first time that Milva and Flint have been there. Uh, so you find yourselves in this massive giant temple, and Harshnag, this massive frost giant, whom actually neither one of you have met. Um, roll me a history check as to, to see if you know why the group seems to be talking to this frost giant instead of running away. History. Flint as Harshnag. Uh, 17. So you know? No, the, name, the name Harshnag is known to you. It's known throughout the north. Uh, Harshnag is a goodly frost giant uh, who op- who has who was formerly a member of Force Grey, the giant hunting task force out of went out of Waterdeep. He's 
hailed fairly regularly as a hero in the North. Okay. So yeah, both of you know him. And he is this massive uh, plate mail wearing frost giant with a dragon's head, with a dragon's skull for a helmet. So we know of him then? Yes, you know of him. Cool. And he has this massive great axe on his hip that he carries. Um, as he leads you through this massive uh, temple that's obviously dedicated to giants, he takes you into this room that has several statues of giants surrounding a larger one whose hands are indicating this misty circle. Um, he reaches over to the statue of a frost giant, pulls an axe out of its grasp, and touches the axe to one of the runes around this misty portal. Um, and then beyond the archway lies a hexagonal chamber whose walls are 50 feet, ho- 50 feet tall, tapering off, rise 50 feet before tapering off to a 90-foot ceiling apex. Um, standing in each corner of the room is a life-size giant holding up a heavy iron lantern with one raised arm. Each type of giant is represented, hailstone, frostfire, cloud, and storm. And a cold magical light radiates from each lantern, illuminating uh, the room. In the middle of the room is a large sort of uh, arcane circle in which you have to stand to ask the questions to the eye of the to the eye of Anam. Uh, you were previous. Those of you that were here previously recall um, you were told in order to in or, in order to get the answer because you asked to the oracle to divulge the location of one of Hecaton's conches. Um. And the response was, first you must prove yourselves. When human barbarians came to this land, they fought our kind and stole our relics, burying them in the ground. The humans built altars to Uthgar, their, their, their god-king, atop these relics and surrounded their altars with burial mounds. Go to these mounds, retrieve one or more of these lost relics, and bring them here as tribute. Do this and your path will be made clear. There are many paths you can take. The more relics you deliver, the more paths you will have to choose from. Several evil giant lords stand ready to oppose you. You can ruin all of their plans by defeating just one of them. Which one remains to be seen? So, you have come back. You have uh, the Mithril Spear Tip from Flint Rock. The Electrum Nose Ring from Grandfather Tree. The Broken Shield from the Great Worm Cavern. And uh, the Porcelain Mask from the Shining White. Mm-hmm. And the... F- the Frost Giant Skull from Stone Stand. So I actually have five relics. So, we present them? So. Flint's, Flint's just looking at that other, like, giant's axe and feeling very inadequate right now. The a- <laughs> like, yeah, no, the axe is... The giant is huge. The axe is also huge. <laughs> so... Um, you, the, um, um, sorry, hang on. Yeah. Uh, 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 Harshnag looks down at the group of you as Igaron's ghost. The ghost of another giant appears to the two of you that haven't been here before. Uh, leans in and in a booming voice. I see you've returned with the relics. In order to offer them to the oracle, place them within the mithril circle, one at a time, and it will respond with information. Oh. 
anyone else tempted to just keep the mithril spearhead to make it into something else we can use? <laughs> no. <laughs> Are they taking just no wondering. around Flint's neck? Because I'm assuming he's still hanging there. Yep. And I'm going to go in and place it into the circle. Yeah. The nose ring? Yeah. <clears throat> The nose, so it, it hits the circle and the circle lights up and in a booming voice, all of you hear Travels south over tree, hill, and vale. Let the great river be your guide. There, on one of its eastern arms, you'll find Grud Hog, the den of the hill giant Chief Goo. The conch you seek is close to her. Okay. You put another one down? Yeah. yeah. Uh, whatever the next... Uh, the you have... The skull? Like the skull? mask or... The skull. All right. Travel west over mountains to the sea of moving ice. There, among the glaciers, you'll find Svadborg, the berg of the frost giant Jarl Storvald. The conch you seek rests on his icy throne. Okay. Next, what have we got next? Uh, the spearhead? Spearhead? All right. Yep. Mithril spear tip. Travel southeast to the untamed moors and look to the sky for Lin Armal, the castle of the cloud giant Countess, Countess Sansuri. The conch you seek is in a secret chest. Search the highest spire. Um, and then the whatever mask. the last thing is. The last one was so the mask and the it was, shield. Yeah, the mask. Yeah, the mask and the shield. Yeah. Let's go for the mask. Um, the mask repeats the information about Countess Sensori. Okay. And the shield. And the shield. The shield repeats the information about Jarl Storvald. All right. Okay. So we've got the hill giant, the cloud giants, cloud giant, and the frost giant. If you get, if you decide to go get more artifacts, there may be more information for the others. But those are the three paths that you have found thus far. So we just don't have the fire and storm, right? Uh, you do not have uh, the information. Yeah. Of, yeah, you don't have any information about Duke Zalto or Thane uh, Kyalithica. <laughs> Which are the stone and fire giants. Okay. So out of our currently out of our choices we've got frost giants, hill giants, or cloud giants. I mean if we're looking for the easiest way to get a to get a conch this is this is generalization, of course. Um but that would be the hill giant. Yeah, as far as as far as conflict goes, but the cloud giant, from what we've learned from Zephyr, might be able to talk our way through it, or sneak your way through it, or sneak our way through it. Worth noting. So you do know you do know that of the three that you have been given that have been given information, uh, Sansuris is the only one that isn't on her person, or at least nearby. Hmm. And that's the cloud 
That yeah. also, however, requires you getting into the Cloud Giant's castle. Yes, yes. which is floating, I assume. Which yeah. is flying, yes. Mm. So that makes it even more difficult. Um, would Milva know which one's the most dangerous out of the three? Or the least dangerous, even? The uh, Give me a nature check. Anyone who wants to can. Yeah, Flint is just going to vote for the hill giant, because hills Nin- are more 19. his territory. 19. And anyone else that wants to make a nature check can also make a nature check if they're... Yeah, sure. Lens nine. So yeah, um, <laughs> well, all of you know if you're looking at combat wise, hill giants are the weakest. That's yes. known. Like hill giants are the weakest of the giants. Period. End of sentence. Um, so if you want to just go in, murder everything, and get a conch, goo's the one you want to go after. Yeah. Um, it's all about the goo. Frost giants are among the most dangerous. They're not the highest rank because they're not the most sophisticated, but they are the most warrior-like of the of the giants. Hunting is their thing. Um, you've also have seen Harshnag in action and know how dangerous he can be, as just as an example. Um, so, and combat-wise, that one's going to be probably one of the more dangerous ones. Which does not discount cloud giants, who are also dangerous combat-wise. Right. Of the three, cloud giants are the most intelligent and magically inclined. Which is a whole other problem. Yeah, so if you're going after Jarl Storvald, it's going to be a really difficult fight. If you're going after Countess Sensori, there's going to be a lot of magical tricks and traps, potentially. No, it is. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Link says straightforward, smashing, kill stuff. No, but they, they're also the least intelligent, right? Yeah, so they're, the you're not going to be able to reason with giants, them. Yes. You might but be able might to be... you might be able to talk with cloud giants and maybe frost giants, although that one's a little bit more edge edge case. I might be able to sneak and steal from hill giants. That too, you may be able to sneak and steal from hill giants as well. I'm only a little. <laughs> well, <laughs> while while you debate on this, and so that when we actually make the decision, we have the f- at least most of the party. Uh, we're going to go ahead and call that to an end for today. Cool. So, thank you all very much for joining us. Say goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>